0: Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in today. Here's the thing you guys, this is what you need to know about more Joey. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself, all the time. The goal of this podcast is to help you go unfiltered. We use so many covers to hide our true selves and it's time to stop living your life according to what the ideal police think you should be doing and step into who you were created to be. More vulnerable, more authentic, and more free. Hey friends, so welcome back to the More Jody podcast. What are two of the things you need when you go hard after a dream? You need courage and perseverance. And the more audacious your dream is, the more perseverance you're gonna need to push through your own ceilings, your own mental barriers, the opinions of others, and all that good stuff. Sarah Dino and her husband started Worthy Clothiers, a sustainable clothing company that is based off of Vancouver Island, In January of 2021. Pretty crazy. And they're taking us along for the ride to watch the entire journey, to give feedback on how we want our clothes to fit, how we want them to look, um, what we want to experience when we wear them. And it's a really special thing to see someone be so bold and so vulnerable and humble as they launch a business showing all the raw parts to everybody. So I hope you are encouraged by this episode. Um, Sarah is just a super fun person to talk to and go check her out. Go check out Worthy Clothiers on Instagram. Sarah, welcome to the More Jody podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. It's really nice to finally meet you. Well, this is like, this is kind of a first date for us. This is it absolutely. Is. <laughs> I don't feel like super nervous, but I definitely, um, I think this is really cool. I found you listening to you on your brother-in-law's podcast. Um, when I was a guest on his podcast and I started listening to his and we launched our podcast the same day and he's yeah Richie from, no, is that what it's called? That's right. Uh, it- Pod Coast by Coast. Yes. (laughs) I always stumble over it. (laughs) So yeah, definitely um, super interesting. And and I what I noticed was he did an interview um, a few weeks after my interview of you and your husband talking about your new clothing line. And the whole way through, I was like, ask her this. Ask her this. I want to know this answer. And then I messaged him. I'm like, I need to interview Sarah. He's like, that would be great. I think she would love that. So, so yeah, so I'm so excited. I've just been kind of creeping you on Instagram and it's been really interesting to see, even just for the last month, your journey. And so I'm super excited that you're going to tell us about what you guys are working on and kind of just your process and I think it's really beautiful. So I'm excited for people to listen to this episode. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your journey? Yeah, absolutely. So
1: I grew up here on this island, which I know (laughs) you love. So I'm so excited that you you found your way here too. And, and uh, I was, grew up with an appreciation of nature and the beauty around us. And Uh, I was very much into the arts all growing up, so I would, and uh, yeah, that, that uh, continued. That's, the music has been the main thing that's kind of continued throughout my whole life, so I ended up doing a degree, a bachelor's degree in music, majoring in jazz studies, and, wow, yeah, yeah, (laughs) here on Vancouver Island again, so, I actually played the trombone. That's what I majored on, but now I'm teaching violin. So I've played both those instruments yeah. for for my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, actually there was a little break in my kind of my music career where I was working in I sort of stumbled into a job in tech as well. Yeah. And I was working um I was working as an installer and uh and repair technician. For a communications company, so I did that for seven years. So hold on,
0: like you're installing phone lines, or like what are you installing? Oh yeah, I was working.
1: I was working for Telus, so phone, internet, and TV. And that's a um, a switch, hey? I it was a total switch. Yeah, after saying that, I was like this artsy girl (laughs) growing up. All of a sudden, I just throw that in there. Yeah, then I worked in tech for seven years. Super funny. So I it it was funny and. What's even funnier now that like I did that for years, but then once I stopped, I now like my husband's very technical, and so now I'll just be like, if something's going wrong on the TV, I'll be like Morgan. You know, more if something's not working, can you fix it? And he's like, Isn't this literally what you did as a career? I'm like, just <laughs> just can you do it? <laughs> so, you know, that we, we adapt, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's just something I can really connect into something when it's it's my task and that's what I need to do. And I did that and um I I enjoyed it. Um and then I had my babies so by the time I had my oldest son. I went on a mat leave and knew that I didn't want to go back. Um, I just wanted to be with him. Yeah. And it was a full-time job, and I I just knew that I wanted to be home. And so I ha- I stayed home with him, and then had another son two years later. So they're seven and five now, and I yeah, totally enjoyed my time home with them and then I started wanting to do a little bit of work again as they got slightly older and so I started teaching music and using oh, that okay. university degree yeah and so yeah and so I grew I I teach a, a kind of a variety of things I'm still doing it now I teach um, violin mostly I uh, grew up playing classical violin and and then um, the, odd, the odd trombone student comes along, my jazzy kids. And then um, I teach some vocals as well, but not right now because we haven't been able to figure oh. out how to do it COVID safe. So the violin is okay. We're able to to do it
0: safely, but we can't be singing unfortunately too much moist moist breathing yeah yeah (laughs) it's a real moist activity (laughs) that's awkward that's too bad that's too bad but too bad I have to say my sister played the violin when I was little Mm. and like you know how you don't have like a ton of memories of being little but I'm like I remember that and it was awful it was like (laughs) and we were like when are you gonna quit yeah it's so funny when I think back now but I also sing and I love the violin. It's like, oh, it's like wonderful. the instrument. If you can find someone that plays it, it's like the perfect addition to anything, but you just, it's so rare to be able to, f- to know someone who plays. So that's so cool that that's, totally. your, that's your specialty. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll back you up.
1: Yeah, you're there you
0: go. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, totally. yeah. Okay. So now in 2021, January, you decide... Now I'm sure there are a lot more details, but like I said, this is our first date. So you decide to launch a business called Worthy Clothiers. Did you, when did you start working on this? and tell people about this, because this is so cool. I'm so excited. Um, these are all the questions I want to ask you now. Yes, I- exactly. So let's yeah. get
1: into it. Let's I know dig the, in. Whole,
0: the whole thing I talked
1: about up to now had nothing to do with the main subject matter. So let's get into it. So um, yes, we, we officially launched our social media um, January 1st of this year. The idea to start a clothing brand probably started It was, it would have been the spring of 2020, I believe, Um, late spring, early summer. And I've been into, I've been into style and fashion for quite a number of years. I've always enjoyed it. Again, it's like another artistic expression kind of thing for me. And so I've been blogging about clothing and style for, I don't know, it's probably
0: four, four four-ish years now. What's the blog? Can you tell us the address so we can creep you while we're listening? (laughs) It's about
1: to get a lot less active with the new business, but yes, it's um,
0: sarahsjeans.com. Oh, that's actually funny because I didn't know your last name and I was like, um, Sarah's Jeans. (laughs) And then I knew that wasn't your name, but I was like, I don't, it'd be really handy if she was a designer and her last name was Jeans, but I don't think that's probably. Oh, I
1: know my middle name is Jean. And so that's where that one came from.
0: I thought it was like, um, cause you were going to design pants or like jeans. That's hilarious. Sarah. Yeah. Jean.
1: yeah. So, well, I thought it was like a funny, it was one of those things. I thought it was a funny play on words. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm Sarah Jean and it's a blog about clothes. And so it's like, Sarah Jean. I love it. And then. Thank you. It makes a lot more sense though, because you're one of the, like, I don't know, probably only 40 people that know now that my middle oh. name is Jean. So it's probably everyone else <laughs> is just like, okay.
0: Like, she I loves know, denim. But, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, sure.
1: <laughs> I do. I mean, <laughs> on Instagram, I've got Sarah's, so S-A-R-A-H-S underscore uh, J-E-A-N-S.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well will check it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> so anyways, but yeah, on the, on the blog there, in the last couple of years, I've, cu- I've just been seeing more and more about a different way of, of doing fashion, and it's, it, it's referred to as slow fashion as opposed to fast fashion. And, I don't know if you're familiar with those terms at all or if you're familiar so you can clue us sure in. yeah
0: well I'll start
1: with fast fashion it's akin to fast food so we think cheap quick right. um easy but not that great not fulfilling uh, not, not yeah, yeah yeah so um fast fashion is i would say the majority of the fashion industry that's what it is and it is cheaply made clothing that is not made to last it's actually planned to go out of style or to break down quickly so that you need to buy more and it is characterized by extreme excess so much waste incredible waste and unfortunately also exploitation of of workers so it's a it's just the more I got into fashion and seeing that kind of side of things, I'm like, Oh gosh, like yeah. do I even want to write about this anymore like And so I started to uh, to explore slow fashion, and that's that is a an emerging industry in which people are making smaller batches of clothes with fabrics that have been sourced sustainably, and they're often making them either locally or if it's overseas, they are. Uh, vetting the manufacturers very carefully to make sure that workers are being paid fairly and they're they have safe working conditions, so that that's kind of been my my learning journey over the last i would say two years. just how can we do this differently and I honestly, it didn't even occur to me until last spring that I could be a part of that and maybe
0: create something to contribute to that industry. What what was that moment like? Because even just, I can hear your transition where you were like, oh, like this is what I talk about on my blog. Like, this is what I'm telling, like, you know, I'm showing people these things and then starting to feel that, like that thing inside your body where you're like, this doesn't feel like it aligns with me. Like this makes me feel icky. And what was that moment like where you were like, maybe I could do this? maybe I could create something.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, I would say that Morgan had a, a lot, my husband had a lot to do with the, the switch from just thinking, you know, this is a great thing. Slow fashion is fantastic. And it's what I want to support. It's what I want to educate people about to, okay, we could actually have a business and it just, started with we were we were kind of chatting over lunch one day and I think it was really a rare moment because it was right in the middle of when our kids were um, home from school like nice. we were you know all homeschooling so I think yeah. my uh, parents who provide childcare they had the kids and we went out for lunch and we were just talking about um I don't know I just said it would be really fun to have a boutique or something like I would just love that it would be a dream job and I said but I'd only want to bring in clothes that were ethically made that were you know made sustainably and I would be and I kept talking about all the specifications of what a brand would have to you know to do and and then I got into this is you know I get into this sort of the train of thought and just all these things coming out you know oh but A storefront's really difficult and I don't know if the demographics here in town and and so Morgan just kind of gently interrupted and said well you'd have to have your own brand to do what you know what you are wanting to do and he's he's entrepreneurial in his in his thinking in general Uh, over the years he's had a few ideas and and uh nothing's quite Sort of tempted him to leave the uh the the job that he has, um not that we're leaving our jobs, you know baby steps, but um but he's al- he's always had that drive to to start a business and and then over the next couple of days i was I was chatting with another um a woman who is running a brand similar to what I want to create with similar values, I should say um and we were just chatting on Instagram and she said, you know, the best advice I could give you is to just start because if you wait till you're ready, then yeah. it'll never happen, right? And she's like just start and I've seen I've seen her give that same advice to other um other entrepreneurs and and I don't know it just kind of stuck with me and I mentioned that to Morgan and it just it started snowballing into this exploration of could we actually make this work and Morgan's a researcher so he gets online and he's educating himself on everything that's involved and seeing if it's something that we could do and thank goodness for him like this is absolutely a partnership Uh, I'm this like la 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 let's create let's make beautiful things and he's the operations guy so I'm very grateful that that we're doing this together we're we're good
0: partners what a fun way to spend time together too like yeah yeah and I and I love how like I think so often what breaks my heart is I think we're all called to something great it -hmm. doesn't that doesn't mean it's big that doesn't mean it's fancy that you know but we're all called to something really great that sets our hearts on fire that makes us feel that like hum you know like this really aligns with me this gets me really excited to live every day and I feel like I feel like there's something for everybody, but it Mm -hmm. takes a lot, like an actual lot of like brainstorming, writing stuff down, getting clear. And I think a lot of times we all wish that we're like, Oh, I'm made to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, for the people that figure that out really early and it's a perfect fit and they love it their whole life. I think it's pretty rare, but it's awesome. But I think for a lot of people, they don't realize the type of progress that has to happen like you followed your love for fashion from the beginning you followed your love for art for things that are beautiful and that led you to like on this road you know but you've probably learned a lot even for, not probably you have i'm sure learned a lot from having that blog and you know doing and then you started researching on your own and you can just see how your heart opens like a like a rose right like it's just mm-hmm. like petal 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 and it all just like points to the center Right. But it's one of those things where I think a lot of people know they want something different and they know they're not satisfied, but it's like, they don't realize they need to like sit and brainstorm and talk it out with people and research. And, but there's generally always a passionate, like vein that you're following. And for you, it was like beauty and fashion and art, you know, and now you're going to create that. That's just like, oh, that's so cool. That's so Thank special. You. That's really, really special. And yeah, I feel like I probably cut you off, but. I'm no, so not at all. Yeah. No,
1: I'm, I'm really excited. And I think that I, I have, you know, I've been able to find, find purpose in in what I've done so far. Again, I like am I'm, I'm also very passionate about my music and that's a huge part of my life. I love to teach I love to see these kids blossom and I, and I love um, I also do music at my church. I'm involved with the worship team there and, and it is, uh, it definitely is, it's my soul really, (laughs) it's my heart and soul, you know, and, 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 um, and so that, that is huge, but I, I wanted to explore something else, something I could do while my kids were at school um this is the first year that I've had hours in the day when they're not yeah. uh, with me and uh where they're both in school and I I don't consider myself like well I guess I get I can be a busy person I, I try and fight that actually but after a couple months at home I I was kind of in a daze to be honest even though we had already kind of start started the idea of the company so yeah. um, but I was I, I don't know when they first started and I just had these spare hours in the day I I sort of didn't know what to do with myself and I almost got a little paralyzed by it and wow. um, and so I actually probably I I would say I wasted a bit of time um, then like in the summer and then not working on the business like in the in the grand scheme of things it was a few months like you know a yeah. few years back well look it's not a big deal but um anyway so I did I did kind of lose that purpose for a little bit and had to bring it back um but yeah I'm trying to think of the moment that might have brought that back but I just think probably my girlfriend's checking in on me (laughs) accountability is huge when you decide you want to do something and I told them and, and then they'd keep checking in on me I'm like oh gosh well I guess I better like I better do up another sketch or design another piece because they're going to be asking me in a couple weeks and uh, yeah. I'll have to give, I'll
0: have to show them something. So that was good. And so now we're back on track and it feels really good. I think it's, I think it's really cool too, because a lot of times there's affirmation that comes from, you know, you get an idea, you and your husband are like, you know, jazz talking about it. and And, yeah. then, and then you say it to a few people and then you get some really good, sometimes you get naysayers, right. And people who are like, why that sounds like a lot of work or, you know, what Mm -hmm. have you, but I think it's really special when you start to see other people get excited, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, like maybe this, maybe this really is something. And you know, that sort of thing. Okay. So can you tell us like who these pieces are for that you're designing? What type of, I don't know if it's style or, um, What types of pieces? Like, is it full pants clothes? Is it dress clothes? Is it casual wear? Like, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys are going to design? Yes, I'm happy to tell you that. So, I would,
1: what do I want to start with though? I would say, okay, so who we're designing it for is honestly whoever, at this point, it's women. We're starting with a woman's line. And so, whatever woman wants to. Shop in a way that aligns with her values. So I, he, at least here on the West Coast, it seems to be quite prevalent that people out here we we care about our planet. We care about our home, and we want to take care of it. Uh, we want to create, uh, in this case, our textiles in a way that's going to be um, more renewable than traditional methods. Okay, more Which sustainable. Means- what does that really
0: mean? Does that mean? Okay. Good question. Does that mean? Yeah,
1: sure. Okay. So, um, there, there are a few different things. So, um, cotton traditionally, um, it's, it's a great natural fiber. Um, it's traditionally use, uses a lot, a lot, a lot of water to, to produce and, and to create. And so Organic cotton um, is a good alternative. You've probably heard terms. Well, we've all heard the term organic, especially out here yeah. on Vancouver Island. Um, so organic cotton differs in that uh, in a couple ways. They often will try and use less water, so they will rely on rainfall rather than constant irrigation uh, to for growing of the right. cotton. And then um, they they won't use the same types of chemicals and pesticides. So that would be organic cotton. We're looking at um, a couple other fabrics. uh, One of them being uh, Tensel, sorry, Tensel is the branded name, Lyocell is the product. And that is actually, um, that is made from pulp from- Oh, wow. um, Often the eucalyptus tree, um, sometimes birch as well. And um, it's used, it's, it's created, um, there, are, there are some chemicals involved in the pro- process of taking it from this pulp to an actual fiber you can use, but it's created all in a closed loop. So everything is reused and it's not creating that waste. Oh, wow. And so it can be used again and again. And so that's a way to cut down on that. Um, that's kind of a, that fabric's a bit of a popular one right now. It's kind of a buzzword, the Tencel, you'll see it in a lot of sustainable brands. So we're looking at those. um, And then this, the stuff I'm, you know, the the pieces I am creating are going to most of them, I think, maybe even all of them are going to have some stretch to them. So stretch. Thank you for that. Yes, you're welcome (laughs) for that. It didn't start out that way. But like, as we were fitting it, I'm like, Nope, sorry. This is got to stretch. stretch. Yeah. It might look like a dress pant but it's got to feel like a yoga pant. So that's, that's where awesome. That's where we're at. Yeah. So um so stretch involves it, in almost every case some sort of synthetic fiber, obviously right. like spandex, polyester. So we're looking into so there's a even the sustainable fabrics i'm finding they're often just a small percentage of spandex but the fact that we can keep that percentage down ah. is great and and um i'm looking into some recycled polyesters that are because polyester it's it's a plastic product right. but with this with the recycled poly um they're often being made with plastics that are like plastic bottles that people take out of the ocean right. so it's kind of it has a twofold
0: uh, benefit. It's not all bad. It's, I love that you're not not all bad. Yeah. And and (laughs) I think we want to look good. We want to feel good, but we want to look good too. And so I I love that. It's like, if, if the only option for me, to buy sustainable clothing was that Mm -hmm. it would like, just be good for the environment, but it wouldn't look good on me. Like I couldn't wear that every day. Right. So I appreciate how you take it all into consideration because then it is actually something people can buy and wear to the office or what have you.
1: Yeah. And I've seen a lot, and this is, uh, this isn't to get down on anyone in the industry. I like these styles myself, but I realize that I'm not everyone, but in, you know, and this is sustainable fashion, industry as it stands now you see a lot of um sort of a very oversized kind of shapeless mm-hmm. uh, garments and and it is so and often in I love I love linen I see you see a lot of linen in there because it's a beautiful natural fiber and I I would like to use that in my like my summer spring summer line so that would be the the second line that we bring out but um yeah. There's just a lot of that kind of, um, kind of that style. It's kind very of, those square. Sort of very square and they hang yeah. off you and they look great on you. If you're, you know, a, you know, a little model body type, right. Cause clothes just hang off a certain way, yeah. but, and, and um, I don't mind. I have a few pieces like that that I think are just really beautiful. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how my husband feels about all this like shapeless <laughs> sack clothing yeah. that I, I enjoy, I, you know, we dress, we dress for ourselves and occasionally but, for the ones we love. <laughs> but I do have to say,
0: one of the things I was going to say is please, because I know I'm going to get to the fact that you're at the beginning and that I feel yeah. like we can, we can give our input. Um, oh,
1: absolutely. I yeah. do want to
0: buy your clothes. Um, I've already seen you put on a few things and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's like adorable. And I'm very excited for when it all starts to get released. But I have to say, just like you said about boutiques and stuff um, Mm -hmm. when I go around the island and I love those little shops, everything feels awesome. And you're right. I look like I'm in a potato sack and it's, it's a hard thing. And I also, I would say I'm like a size 10, 12. And so if, if, if I wear stuff bigger, I look like I'm a size 14, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or higher. And every woman wants to either look their size at, at, at maximum and yes. then, you know, they'd like, they'd like to look three size. I'd like to look like a size six, but, mm-hmm. um, do you know what I mean? So that's where I'm like, yeah. I can't wear some of that stuff because as much as mm-hmm. it feels really good and it, it doesn't. And, it, and the thing too, about clothes that fit you well, it makes me put down my fork because there isn't a lot of extra room to expand. And I, and I I want that. I don't want jeans mm-hmm. that are super loose because that means I can grow three sizes. Like I like stuff fitted. I'm kidding? I love that. Right? I've always wanted wanted to be like my sister growing up was like, she was always like, I'm just too skinny. And I'm like, I wish I was too skinny. And so one of those things where I always looked at girls that could wear like the really baggy loose stuff, but that's just not me. And so that's what I would say mm-hmm. is when you have your boutique and you create your clothing line, please allow us to have things that are still fitted. Because otherwise I yeah. feel really frumpy. Right. Totally. And and I, yeah. those pieces, I might like how they feel, but I won't wear them very much because I know that I don't look great in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate yeah. that no, we, a lot.
1: Thank you. Yeah. We, I'm not designing anything, anything oversized, anything super baggy. Um, the, I decided, cause I, I, I've shown a little bit on online, a little bit of one of the tunics that I designed and we had originally done a mock-up in a non-stretch pa- fabric. And I got a lot of feedback from um, ladies with larger chests and mm. um, friends that are a bigger size. And they gave me some great feedback just saying, like, listen, that neckline <laughs> does not work for us. Um, okay. and they gave and they said, you know, they and not in a mean-spirited way, like I was asking people, totally right, because I want to know. I only know things from my perspective. Yeah. And and right now, I'm working most closely with my mom because she's an amazing seamstress, and she's helping me do all my samples. So, we're the two of us are working together, and you know, I'm like a small medium, and she's a medium large. So that's that's oh, kind that's, of what we're. And so yeah. we're trying to get input and fittings from yeah. women up into the plus sizes as well, because we want it to actually fit everybody well, right? It's not a cookie cutter make right. it bigger you know so you, you so, will have plus sizes like what is your size range you plan on so our our, our first line is going to go up to 3x okay and um i'd love to expand beyond that um right now we're just kind of gonna see what we can afford to be honest once we yeah. have all our samples made up look at manufacturing costs and then you know just do what we can within our budget but um yeah, we're going up to three X for the first line and
0: um and yeah. But starting yeah. at like what size? X small. Oh, so, oh, so you're um, you're doing the full, you're doing like the oh, full, yeah. full range. Okay. Yes. Well it's,
1: yeah. You can always get fuller, I suppose. But yeah. but yes, right now X X small to three X is what I want to do. That's and I, cool. I, yeah. I, and that was again, like I one of those things that I, I'm, if I couldn't do that, then I wasn't going to bother with this line. Cause I know a lot of people won't bother. Um, and I've been told that by manufacturers that a lot of brands just don't even bother with the extended size range because it's more expensive and it's more complicated, but I'm, I'm not here to make clothes for myself. I can find clothes anywhere. I'm here to make clothes for anybody that wants to shop sustainably and ethically so I say anybody I'm trying to be as you know inclusive as
0: possible to within our our limitations but um
1: yeah that's really cool
0: was that something your husband found like because you said he's such a researcher was it him who kind of articulated that you should go plus size because like I said I think maybe before this there aren't a lot of plus size sustainable brands
1: yeah no that was that was me that was my experience online on on Instagram mostly I would say just because of where I've gone with my blog I've just kind of been introduced to this community online and that is something that I saw come up there's a couple great a a few great brands that are very size inclusive and and I admire them very much and I was just but there's not a lot and I, I noticed that was a it was an underserved Uh, demographic. And so I just that was that was me. I I knew I wanted to make sure that was included in our products.
0: And then what sort of style are you going for? Yes. That's that's good tough one. I feel like that's a really tough question. I'd be like I'm gonna make whatever seems pretty to me. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I know it's so
1: hard. Yes, because like that exactly like when I when I get dressed, I'm like I, I might've even taught, oh no, I wrote a post. I haven't published it yet, but just talking about the idea of a style uniform, kind of having a formula that you follow for daily dressing. And mine is like, if I want to look good, it's like a kind of masculine sort of blazer or a slouchy blazer and a tee and jeans. And sometimes they are those loose jeans, like you mentioned, (laughs) but, but that's not what I'm making. So I, I'm trying to expand what I, to what I think, many people will enjoy and so how I've uh, approached that is to keep things really simple Um, because these are not going to be inexpensive garments unfortunately and that's actually one of my hugest struggles that's the thing I'm wrestling with the most with this is I just because I'm a bit of an idealist like I just want to make sustainable and ethical fashion really accessible to everybody and really cheap and or inexpensive but if like, if a garment, if one garment costs me 80 something dollars to produce, then obviously we, ha- it has to be a higher price point and it's yeah. killing me, but it's just how it is. And
0: if you look or at any you're other back in China at a sweatshop, because that's exactly. The only option.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I'm keeping things simple because if people are going to invest and I've invested in pieces like that, and when I'm choosing more expensive, like new sustainable fashion, as opposed to thrifting or other sustainable ways of purchasing clothes. But if I'm purchasing a new slow fashion piece and spending that money, I want it to last me four years. I don't want it to go out, out of style in a year. Oh, I um, love that. So that's what I'm creating. I'm, I'm making, they're very much basics and they're very adaptable. So we've got, um, the, the tunic that I've made and we've made some adjustments to it since I last, I think showed a sneak peek online, but that's going to be done up. Oh, I didn't even finish my thought on the tunic. I said, we started in a non-stretch fabric. It's now going to be in a nice, um, stretchy Jersey because then it's going to fit, um, It's going to fit wider shoulders and more body types and allow people to move so we've got a really nice tunic it can be worn long over tights or leggings and then or you could do like a nice little front tuck with a dress pant right so we are making a dress pant but it is in a stretch fabric and it pulls on like a yoga pant so It's it's a little looser in the leg. It's got some pleating in the front. So it makes it look work appropriate, but it has no zipper. It's not tighter in the waist. It it does feel fantastic. So I'm actually thinking of, doing a little video on that soon for our social media. You You definitely should. And
0: I feel like it looked a little bit like my on the fly pants from Lululemon. That's sort of a little bit like those pants. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because I saw that. and thought, Oh, that looks really good. And then how the fabrics that you've picked, like where you tucked in the tunic, I thought your Mm -hmm. butt would look lumpy and it didn't. It didn't look at all. Yeah.
1: I'm, you know what though? I think it might so yeah, that's the thing. Since we switched to the stretch fabrics, it, it may not be able to tuck in like all the way around because it's around the back, right? So the, the original fabric, um, like the original pant I was wearing was not on the stretch. And so we have made those adjustments but I'll still do a front tuck in anything. Sure. And and just like a little one. And then it it's a shirt instead of a tunic over yeah. the dress pants and so awesome. we are making a legging as well and I just tried that one on today I went to my mom's and she was fitting that on me and I I was kind of like I wasn't that enthusiastic about the idea of the legging because like it's a legging they're kind of boring right but I'm like as as she's fitting it to me <laughs> I'm thinking oh, right. Like, this is why we wear them <laughs> five out of seven days of the week because they're really comfortable. Yeah. And we're doing like this giant, big, you know, lovely waistband and it's, they're super high waisted and That's I all awesome. the suckers on. I was like, okay, okay. I yeah. remember <laughs> now. I remember this matters. Yeah. this is why we care about the legging. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, what else are we making? We're going to do just a nice plain t-shirt. um uh I've designed you know in a scoop neck a scoop hem it's not going to be super fitted uh but not really baggy and oversized I was going to say like this because I know you can see me but your listeners can't see me I'm like sure to show (laughs) my t-shirt right now (laughs) but that's okay slightly loose yeah um, so it skims over the body but um uh, but uh yeah so that's the t-shirt's nice because you could should be able to I'm going to I'm not gonna add things like pockets and stuff that tend right. to make some look something look casual. I want it to be able to be dressed up a little bit too if needed. So that's gonna be in a in a nice uh, jersey as well, uh, made from the, the Lyosol product that I mentioned before. Right. And then we've got uh, a cardigan or it's, it's sort of that codigan style. Have you heard oh, of right. that before? Yeah. So It's going to be in a slightly heavier fabric, a bit of structure to it. And then to round off our little, our little line, I, this is my dream of what I want to make, but it's a jumpsuit. I am such a jumpsuit freak. And I, I've designed one that I hope we can make work. Cause I know that when we were chatting with a manufacturer a while back, he's like, you know, jumpsuits, they're. They're, they're complicated to make for different sizes yeah. and I'm like yeah but I, I really want to <laughs> I really want to so um my goal for that one actually is to create a tall size because I've had so many girlfriends right. that are really tall ladies and they can't find a jumpsuit to save their life because their torsos torsos are too long so um that is I want to make a tall jumpsuit so that one that we haven't started construction on yet. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah. I'll keep you posted on the trials of that on my social media. But that is that is our, the products that we are planning to bring out in the fall.
0: And what color line are you kind of thinking?
1: Mm, yeah, good question. We are going to be mostly, I would say, uh, neutral. Just um, with a few pops of color. So I've got I'm almost... I think every product hmm, I'm trying to think yeah every piece will be in black I believe except for the cardigan we're going to be looking at like a dark charcoal and then um then I've got some beautiful kind of um uh, rusty colors in the mix as well and then for color actual color (laughs) because I wear neutrals all the time I talk about them like they're color but I yeah, know some not. people would want to correct me. No, they are not. Um, I there's some beautiful greens that I'm looking at, from forest greens, and then some with a little bit more blue in them, and then a more of a warmer color, so sort of rosier hues, kind of a spicy rosy
0: kind Ooh, of. Oh, spicy yeah. rosy. That's yeah, awesome. I know.
1: I keep things. I don't know where I came up with that one, but it's just when I when I look at my fabric samples, I I that's just what comes to mind. So I'm hoping that I can get those ordered in, in time. So that's, I want to keep the color palette also not too crazy because yeah. they are not too trendy either, because I want it to last for years and not feel like it's outdated. So.
0: Well, and I have to say, um, one of my favorite things, like I had a few friends. I like to. My traditional has always been to go to Banana Republic and buy stuff off the sale rack, and I get yeah. a blazer that's like regular two hundred and fifty bucks for like thirty or whatever, But I lived yeah, in totally. Edmonton, and yeah. I could buy anything at any time, and it was a wonderful thing. And now I live in the NIMO, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never gonna shop again. Um, and Aww. so one of my one of my big things though is I don't want to go to like Old Navy or the Gap or something like that. I don't want to buy something that's I always say it's going to break my heart because I'm going to buy it and then, you know, it doesn't it doesn't last as long as I'm still in love with it and that piece mm-hmm. has worn out. And so yeah. that's why I I'm quite certain that Banana Republic and that whole family of um, you know, chains they're yeah. not made the way they should be and stuff like that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I definitely would rather pay more money for a product that will, like you said, last me, like get it in black, switch it with the seasons wear it, you know, like I would way rather have something that's not going to break my heart because it's going to stay together. It's going to wash well, it's going to look beautiful and it's going to be timeless. Like I love those items. And I think even yeah. as I, as I age, and I have more money. Like, I appreciate that more. I don't want stuff. I don't want ch- anything cheap and, or, you know, you buy a, a nice sweater and then all of a sudden it's all pilly and you're like, what? Yeah, why? Yeah. Like <laughs> I barely ever wash you anyway. How are you even like, how is this even happening? Right. But yeah. Um, you know, it's rubbing on your chair at work and somehow now it's gross. And so I think, I think that um, I know, I guess I'm 38. And so I think even like, I'm just so excited about this. I don't think as much about the cost because I know my goal should be to have less pieces and have higher quality pieces. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's,
1: that is such a huge part of this whole movement. Like I'm not getting into this to have people impulse buy four or five of my items at once, like that would actually kind of make, I mean, to each their own, I suppose. But um, I think if you are shopping for these type of products, it's kind of part of a bigger lifestyle or mindset, I would say. And so um, this is, uh, again, another topic that I'm writing, going to be writing about this month is um, if you like actually balancing out the cost between this sort of impulsive, almost like weekly shopping habit that you can get into. And I'm, I don't do this anymore, but I've totally been there. You know, I used to work in a clothing store. I worked retail when I was, you know, a teenager. And every time you get your paycheck, you'd spend right. half of it on what was there. Right. And, you know, or just when you're at, because we have Superstore here and they have a clothing line built right in the grocery store that yeah. you have to walk by to get your ham. <laughs> So, you know, like those kind of, and so if you're, if you're scooping up a $20 item, a $30 item every week or two, just kind of on impulse and they're these cheaper items. If you actually just didn't do that for two or three months, all of a sudden you'd have, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks that you could spend on one better item. And totally. so that is kind of the mindset that I'm. Uh, that the, I know that the demographic that we are we are going to be serving. That is the mindset that they have, and that helps me feel a little bit better when I'm like, "Oh, are people going to be able to afford this? Are people going to want to afford this?" I have to remember that there there is there are people that yeah. do want to shop this way. I'm one of them. Yeah. Um. So, so I. Think that that is an important thing to remember that it's kind of part of something bigger than just clothes it's about caring about these people you know like the, the, the biggest thing for me of course I care about the planet but my heart just I just felt sick when I started learning about about the realities of sweatshops and some of the conditions people are working in overseas um, the majority of people that are being exploited are al- almost entirely women in these, in these right. <laughs> icky environments and um, children. Some yeah. of the times I know that was the big thing, right? Child labor, that was kind of a buzzword for a while. And in that, the people 90s, were an, sort of. Yeah. And yeah. people were in outrage, rightly so, over that. Absolutely. And so, you know, some protections have come in place for that, but there's still women being exploited and um, all over the world. And so I just, that's why we haven't even entertained the idea of overseas at this point. Like I said, there are good manufacturers that are doing their work fairly, but I can't go and see that right now. And I can't know for sure. So if I'm manufacturing in Vancouver, I can go, I mean, it's hard with COVID, but in theory, I can go yeah, over there. Totally. I will, I will get to see the facility. I will get to know the people
0: making yeah. these garments and I will be able to see what they're being paid. And that's important to me. So, well, and there's something really special too. I know when I even was getting my logo made and I know I could have gone online and done Fiverr and all these different things, but I was like, I went and met with these guys and they actually came up with the name more Jody which was like, cool. I wanted to be get real with Jody, but someone else was getting real. And I was like, dang it. And then I, I <laughs> said that- Everyone's getting real. Everyone's getting real, which is, is so good, finally. Yeah. But yeah. I was just like, I just said, I was saying how I just wishing wishing that I could clone myself at the office because I said, I'm just so like- crazy and ridiculous and goofy and upbeat. And then they're like, you just need more Jody." And I was like, that sounds narcissistic. <laughs> and they <Yeah>. were like, <laughs> right. And then, but then I said, I'm like, it's just more stories, more courage, more vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, but being, I knew they would like think about me and mm-hmm. so if they're thinking about me. And now, you know, in a year or something, they're going to build me a website. Like I want them brushing yeah. their teeth being like, "Jody should do this because they're in my life. And that's what you would have with you with someone in Vancouver that is producing your clothing, right? Like, because they're going to get excited and then be like, Sarah, like, I think you should put a dart here. Like, who knows? Like, you know, like maybe they would give you those little tips and stuff. Right. And so I just think it's like, I think it's really, really cool um, to have people that you're, you're more connected in relationship with building your brand. Like there's a trust, there's a a joy and an excitement that comes from that also. And so I think that's like really, really cool.
1: It's so true. I think that we're, we're almost exclusively, I I don't know if it's fair to say employing because my mom's doing a lot of work for free from me right now. And, uh, and Richie and Kim have been very good to us with our branding they their family. Right. Yeah. But you know, when it comes time for my models, I yeah. want to get people that I know that are just kind of excited and they would love to have some pictures taken in these clothing. Um, and so just, yeah, people that I know yeah. for now, I mean, um, and uh, you know my cousin's an amazing makeup artist so she'll be there you know on site for photos I have some lovely beautiful friends that are hairstylists and and uh yeah I think I think it's just as you can lift up other local yeah. businesses with you as you go along I think it's just such a great community I'm starting to see that online since we started this uh since we started the social media accounts a month ago um, I've noticed this community, especially like the island based one, is incredibly supportive. So that's been yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's really special. So let's talk about your Instagram for a second. So mm-hmm. sure. So this is really neat. So I feel like I was like your 10th follower. Like I feel like it was yeah, I think something, so. Something yeah. like that. And um we'll remember that, Jody. <laughs> thank you. When you're when you're world famous. Um yeah. <laughs> right. But so, yeah, so definitely um, I was really early to your journey and I saw your original, like first post. One of my mm-hmm. favorites is you did a reel last week of you designing um, a piece for your line. Yeah. And right. it reminds me like, this is so dumb, but it makes me so happy. It reminds me of when the mice and the birds designed Cinderella's dress. Oh! <laughs> I, love I it. think, I think that's who designs the dress. I just remember like the yeah. drawing and you know yes. and whatever and so it reminded me of that i think they're more
1: talented than i am at yeah. going
0: to be honest no. yeah <laughs> um you have to give yourself time too right but um yes. but no so what was really neat was so i go and i follow you and i think i had already started following sarah's jeans cuz i think mm-hmm. your brother-in-law said i think you'd really like this girl my yeah. sister-in-law so i yeah. went and followed you and sure enough i did like you and then um then you started this worthy clothiers line and i thought that was like a really funky name and mm-hmm. then but it was like, you basically said, I'm start, we're starting from nothing and we're showing you our journey. Um, and so it was a really backwards way, um, in the world, everyone wants to present their absolute best and not show you, you know, like the rough, ugly parts and Mm -hmm. not be willing to fail in front of you. So for one, this is a huge value I have. And I try really hard To Like if if I get a really passionate thought and I'm just out of a workout and I look disgusting, I try to post it anyway, because I'm sure at some point in your day, you look disgusting too. And you know what I mean? And I think we create a freedom um, and it's not always easy as I'm sure you'll tell us in a minute, but it's not easy always um, to step into vulnerability this way. Um, But I think it also encourages and challenges others and shows them that like their messy journey, they can share. And it's actually really engaging because it's different and it's not what everyone does. And so um, that's like something really neat is that you're, you're showing us what you're building from the ground up. Can you talk a little bit about why you're so audacious and why you're willing to, um, you know, show us your messy first start or your shitty first draft? Like you're showing that to the world. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that the reason is twofold. Uh, when we started looking things from a looking at things from a strictly business standpoint, um, the education that we received or the advice that we were given was that you need to build an audience before you have a product to sell um, if you want to sell right away. So if you just launch something that nobody's heard of, then they don't have any connection to you but like we talked about building you talked about building fans and stuff and I know that some of the other um sort of local business champions around here have um talked about uh yeah building fans rather than just customers and so we just wanted to connect with people we wanted people to know who we are before we're asking them to spend money on our stuff, you know and so um So we just wanted to create a relationship before there's any ask. And because we want to know the people that we're trying to serve here. And so that's partially why we started it. And then the second reason was to do away with that imposter syndrome that so many people struggle with. And to me, I've, I've struggled with it in the past in other jobs other careers uh, d- with the idea that, you know, you're you're in this doing it, but you feel like you're faking it and you don't know what you're doing. Um, and to me, f- for myself, not to, to put this on anyone else, but I found that that was really rooted in pride. Um, mm-hmm. And so I had to take an honest look at myself and say, you know, the, the idea that you want to present things, like you have it all together and you know everything, and you've got this beautiful thing that is fully formed, everything's ready to go and it looks great. And then you can just easily, it's so easy to just act like it was nothing or to downplay nice. how difficult it was. And that is probably a tendency of mine. I don't know what it, it can be in my personality, but I I fight that wanting to present myself as having things together. And so I just took that option away from myself uh, by doing it this way. So letting people see it from the very beginning. And it it eliminated that imposter syndrome because now I'm not worried about anybody, not that people even do. These are all things we imagine in our head, but I'm not worried about anyone coming to me being like, Do you really know what you're doing here? I can just say, no, you can see that. I'm learning as I go. So, you know, there's not, there's not a need to to create any sort of appearance it just is what it is and I also don't want to create a distance between us and our community and the people that are supporting us I I want them to be right in it with us and especially if there's other other people who have this drive to maybe do something great or like you said you know like you've said before that we're all built to do something great Um, if someone has that drive, but they're just feeling like they don't know how to get from point A to point B, or all they are seeing is pe- successful people's point B, yeah. then that's really disheartening. And so if you can see all the, uh, all the little steps in between and realize how much is actually involved, hopefully that will just inspire someone to give it a try. Cause we're we're not anybody special that is doing this. We're just people who see a problem and see something that is missing. And we just want to fill that in and and help be part of the solution. So, and have a little fun while you do. Yeah. So far it's fun, but you know, we're very early on and all the stressful stuff hasn't really come in yet, but trying to keep a positive mindset yeah. And uh, yeah, keep it fun.
0: Throughout I can the just wait till like the next time I'm interviewing you, like you're just in a room surrounded by clothes and it's still your living room. But <laughs> yeah. you're like, we haven't bought the boutique yet, but there's oh, clothes show, everywhere. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'll show you this is it's empty right now. But there's going to be sorry, again, I'm showing you things that your listeners can't see. So you might have to cut this out. Okay. But that's our office and it's going to be filled with shelves and clothes next time I see you. <laughs> I
0: love that. And I have to yeah. say, because I'm an insurance broker, you make sure you have yeah. stock stock coverage. Yes. Coverage Thank you.
1: Yes. I know that's we've something. been, we've been exploring all that. We incorporated right off the bat so that our personal assets are protected and yeah. we're trying to do that's more stuff. But yes, absolutely. We will
0: be insured there you go because that's my yes. first that's my first superpower yeah I right? know so, I love it
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um but no okay so let's talk can you tell us full thought, su- full stop full thought okay <laughs> let me just start again hold on I'm going to take a look sure. at this um okay so creating something beautiful that will make women feel beautiful has got to feel exciting and fantastic what is the most exciting, or fun part of building the business for you right now? Right now, it's absolutely designing the clothes. And
1: I would say also daydreaming about um, my models wearing clothes and and just people, women in my life wearing it. It's just, that is so exciting to me. And I'm I, I want to I, I, it's I'm just it's it's so weird because I feel like such a creep because I will see friends or women on online and I'm like oh I wonder if she would model for me because I'm very I very much want a wide range of uh, body types skin colors I just want everybody I want everybody to see themselves represented I don't want anyone to come to my website and be like oh well there's more of the same so you know moving on I. I just want to include as many unique people as possible, and so I'm always I'm always creeping on on uh friends' Instagrams. So I'm like, oh, she did a photo shoot with her friends, so they're obviously comfortable in front of the camera. Maybe they'll come model for me. But that's all really fun for me, just imagining people in the clothes and enjoying it.
0: Or like um, seeing them at the library and they're like wearing one of your pieces. Oh my god, like you would just die.
1: I would lose my mind. I probably wouldn't even say anything,
0: um. but I just internally lose my mind. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. No, that's exciting. Okay, so full stop. Think super big. No limitations or reason, okay? Yeah. What would you dream worthy clothiers will become? Would become, will become, will become. Yes.
1: So in my wildest dreams, I would love for it to be a nationally, or I i would guess North America, at least recognized and respected company within the slow fashion industry. I would love people to know our name and enjoy the clothing and be willing to tell their friends about it. Um, from a personal standpoint, I would also love that If it could be something that could support our family, that Morgan and I could jump into um, as our full-time work, and and most of all, actually, this is my biggest dream: is that we can make enough profit that we can then give back out of that profit to organizations that we are, um, you know, that we feel called to give to. So there's a lot of really fantastic. Companies that will give a portion of their proceeds to different charitable organizations, and that is something we 100 want to be involved in. So, just getting to the point, like first, first things need to break even, and we need to, you know, make yeah. sure we can we can have a project. I, I told you, stop, stop, stop! I told you,
0: no reason, no limitation. Oh, no reason. Talk yes, about no breaking even.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. So something that could support our families and then
0: support others. Uh, within that would be fantastic. Awesome. And I think Mm -hmm. you guys obviously are really good at like, seeing the dream far away. And then just, you just keep stepping into it. You keep taking steps all the time. And I think so often you're so right though. Like I'll see someone, you know, a podcaster and I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Like, how did she, how did she get to, you know, how did she get this far? How did she do that? How, whatever. But you're right. It's because I'm seeing her four years in and I'm like three months in being like, how come I don't have more people listening? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so (laughs) floored when that people are listening, but there's just these moments where, your stupid brain is like why I always say it's the devil. The devil's like, you didn't, you're no good at this. You're just a loser. No one cares what you have to say. Right. And so, yeah. So I think that's like, that's so cool. And I would, I would dream it would become that as well. And I'm so excited to wear your stuff. Um, so you're early in your journey, but if you could describe your journey in one word so far, what would it be? I would say
1: purposeful. Um, I think that we I've kind of gotten the path I've got gotten past the idea of just like trying things to try them Mm -hmm. I felt a sense of purpose stepping into this and if I could maybe use one more word I would say peaceful I would say peaceful which seems like a weird one but in my life I've learned that um that in order to know whether or not I should do something I believe I believe God speaks to me in my um in how settled I am in my spirit when I'm going into something so I've I've started endeavors in the past and I've felt kind of weird and sick about it the whole time but it was because I thought I should do it I would just go ahead anyways and then they just get more and more stressful and cause more anxiety. And then I'm just done with it. I finally am done and I've got peace again. So I've started to listen to God's voice in that. And he gives me a real peace about things and and when they are meant to be. And so I've been careful to really watch for that as I venture forward and venture forward cautiously, watching for any signs, or any doors closing that tell me that this is not the right way for us to go. And, um, and I, I think that that instinct when I listen to it yeah. and when I'm obedient to it has always served me well. And so I have a total peace about this. I don't have any anxiety over the idea of it not working out. I'm willing to put in a number of years to make this work because I don't expect to be an overnight success I think you can get a little bit uh, too caught up in hoping for that and then you can get discouraged uh, if if you're expecting that so I'm, I'm willing to put in the time to build it and grow it and yeah I just feel I don't feel any anxiety um, talk to me again when um, we've got orders coming in and I'm trying to fulfill things and I'm In my in my office. But um yeah, no, I feel very peaceful and I just feel like we have a sense of purpose in it.
0: Okay. So there's a Bible verse in Philippians and it says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. And when when you say that, it's really interesting because someone looking at you, which it's so awesome that you're, you know, willing and embracing vulnerability, but someone looking at you, like you have every reason to be terrified. Yeah. Like you're you're doing something really audacious and but that's what's cool is it's a piece that doesn't make sense to the world right like yeah yeah, when you seek God like that and you're like hey God like if this is wrong shut the door if this is where I'm supposed to be like give me that piece that makes it clear that we're on the right track and that's what's so cool is it doesn't it can't come from the world because it doesn't make sense yeah you know and and that like um I think that's really awesome how you share that the lie in life is that you aren't made to do hard things because you absolutely are. And, but there's, I think it's like you said, really listening to that inner voice that says like, no, Sarah, not now, or Mm -hmm. yeah, Sarah, go for it. Right. Like learning to really listen to that and then to feel the difference between like something that's like, no, this feels gross. Like this is not something I should do. And I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I've done it anyways. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you so much for your challenge today for us. And, you know, like, I'm so excited for people to go and follow you, um, Worthy Clothiers on Instagram or Sarah's Jeans. Sarah's underscore jeans. Uh, And yeah, like I'm, I'm excited. I wouldn't hesitate to model for you if you ever wanted to model. Thank you. Yeah. absolutely. And I, I would love, I would dream of doing something like that. That's so cool. So yeah, we want to support you. Are there any other ways to support you right now? Or would it be following along and engaging and giving feedback?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Those three things, just engaging with us. Um, sharing sharing us with your friends or on social media is huge right now because so much of the challenge of being a new business is just getting the word out yeah. and um, and getting the word out to the people that we want to hear it you know and I think if you so I mean yeah, you don't need don't need to tell everyone about us or if you're not into fashion, obviously that's not what we're asking. but if you know somebody who, Who has these similar values and has been maybe looking, or somebody who's not being able to find the type of clothes that they they want? Um, Just please share us and and direct people to our page. That would
0: that would just be the hugest thing right now. Definitely possible. Well, thanks for popping on here. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. So fun, and I'm so excited to. We're going to have you back on again sometime because I just fantastic. We all want to follow this journey. So thanks for being here, Sarah. Well, that was so much fun. Thanks so much for being here. Please click subscribe, rate and review this podcast, share it with everyone you know, and I will be back here next week with more stories, more courage, more vulnerability, and just a little more Jody to brighten your day.